Hi, I'm Lizzie Fretwell and I'm the lead artist for We've Chosen Here. Um, we've come to the end of this series of podcasts and I just want to say a massive thank you um, for everyone who has listened, who has engaged, who has shared it on social media. Um, yeah, but most of all just for listening. I thank you so much. Um, I thank you to the participants who provided their stories and their um, beautiful words and committed time to create these podcasts and um, they didn't come out of nowhere they took a lot of time to create so I thank you to all the participants who were involved um, I also want to thank um, the people that were involved in creating them um, Maureen Grillo who was the health and well-being supervisor who uh, walked with me through the whole process and just made sure that the participants welfare and their yeah just their welfare and their being was um, always at the front and their experience was always at the forefront um, and that was just a brilliant to have uh, that voice there the whole time. Um, I want to thank uh, Justin Taylor who edited the pieces together um, and spent loads of time and volunteered his time to do that um, and that was just awesome so thank you so much to Justin. Right so I've done a lot of thank yous but I actually wanted to just talk today about um, the experience of releasing these podcasts in such a unique time um when I so it's about to be a, a year since I applied to create this this project and some for some funding from Luton Arts Fund who I have to thank for giving us um the money to be able to do this and to be able to um create this project and when I create when I first applied um the aim was also was always to create a project that would open up a conversation around loss and <clears throat> because I felt um, from seeing memorials in various places and just thinking about um, the fact we don't know the stories behind that but a memorial is so important to people um, just this idea of placing something somewhere to have a name um, in that place um, to say that this is a place that was important to both of us was important to that person was important to us as a family or friends or anything and just choosing a few words, you know, most memorials only have up to kind of five or six words. Um, just the act of choosing those words was so important and there's so much that those point to. Um, and so that was the original idea of this project. And then, you know, through creating it, it was amazing to see people come forward and to talk about their stories, to talk about stories from Luton um, in particular, which is where we placed the project and, and did the project um held the workshops um and for me as someone who's from Luton to hear those stories to hear those personal stories about people that were born here were um part of um you know grew up here um those that moved here were part of um the people coming over from Windrush people coming over um to help with uh the hospitals to help with um, schools to help build our town to help um, to help to work in Vauxhall you know all these all these places that if you're a Lutonian you kind of know people came from but you don't know the stories behind it and so to hear those stories was really important and even those that have come in their final years you know to be in a nursing home or to um, move closer to family things like that um, that was just really special to hear how one town can have so many different ways that people moved here or reasons they moved here and so many different cultures and backgrounds and that's always something I've loved about Luton um, but I've just seen it even more so through this project. 
Um, but then obviously as we came to the end of the workshops, um, which were the end of March, suddenly we were hit with um, a pandemic <laughs> on our hands and um, not sure how to, you know, you, you never get training <laughs> if you do any kind of drama degree or, you know, community training or anything about what do you do with a community arts project when a pandemic hits. Um, so we decided to go online. Um, Moriam, again, was really helpful in helping me to work out um, how to do that. You know, we went on to Zoom. Um, <laughs> we went on to Zoom before it was cool. But <laughs> no, we went on to Zoom um, a few weeks before the lockdown and uh, did the final few workshops on there, which um, was interesting because we had a group that um, came to the project thinking it would be 12 physical workshops at a library. And, you know, that was accessible for them to do it that way. And for some people going online was not accessible, but we worked with it through them and we got them online. And that was, yeah, great. Um, but obviously through through that pandemic, uh, we then lost what would be the, the planned end to the project, which was to do an event called The Listening Party. And it was meant to be at a local theatre, um, The Hat Factory. And um, because of lockdown, because then the hat factory shut, we lost that. We lost the opportunity to to finish in that way. But hat factory are amazing and kind of worked with us through it. And they've postponed it to November and hopefully we'll still be able to do that. But we did have to then think about the fact that obviously we had, we had set out at the start this end. And um, what were we going to do? So we decided to do a online listening party for the participants on the 7th of May which was the date we were meant to do it at the Hat Factory and just an opportunity to listen to each other's podcasts and to hear them as a group and kind of share our thoughts on them initially and that was a really special moment and um, something that um, actually was kind of a blessing coming out of um, a storm um, and an opportunity to hear them just within our smaller group um, but as a group maybe something that I wouldn't have thought of um, had it not been for the pandemic but then there was still a sense that we wanted to do well that particularly for myself as um, the person who kind of thought out this project something that was really important to me was that um, podcasts are often listened to in isolation and um, grief can be so isolating because you just feel like this is an experience that no one else understands no one else has lost someone has lost the relationship um, to the person that you know and so it was really important to me that actually releasing these podcasts there would be a community event where we invited friends and family and just anyone who wanted to to hear these podcasts that the participants have made um, and kind of share in that experience, share in the release of the podcast in a group, in a community. And then when they go out to, to the world, um, that they would then, you know, people could listen to podcasts how they usually do. And that would be individually, but still that there would, to start off with, there was this idea of community listening. And then, so we organized it for the 7th of June. And then a few weeks before, a couple of weeks before, obviously there was the murder of George Floyd. And it felt that this was just such an impactful death. And it was so wrong. And it was, it just sparked this recognition 
of a pain that had been around for centuries of a wrong that had been around for centuries and that is racism and suddenly it felt like people were coming forward with their stories and were coming forward with with um with just their experiences of racism in a way that as a white woman you know 24 year old white woman I've I've not heard those stories in such depth and probably because I wasn't listening really um but that was the experience um and the week particularly leading up to the listening party which was on the 7th of June um the Tuesday before there was this blackout Tuesday where people shut down and said look we're going to listen we're going to go away we're going to educate ourselves and we're just going to stop everything in kind of remembrance and memorial and recognition not just of George Floyd's death but also of of the the wrongs that are in our society and actually stop and just look at them and address them and bring them into the light and listen that was kind of the word that kept coming through we're going to listen we're going to listen and to be quite honest leading up to that weekend I was questioning whether or not we should even go ahead with the listening party I was working my butt off continuing to go and feeling so wrong about it because I was going is there like should I just stop should I be stopping should I go and listen should should you know and I was I, I wanted to and I was um you know I lead a small group at my church and we had an evening and um we we just all listened to each other and tried to talk about this and tried to um you know listen to our black friends listen to our black members and our churches as well were doing that and all groups are doing that that's just my experience because I'm a Christian and part of a church but that's where I particularly saw it that um they were waking up but also you know arts organizations were doing it and all of this so there was this element of you know the theatre company I'm part of NGYT they did it as well and so there was this time of listening and I was engaging on that side but also just really aware that there was this event coming up that was for the participants and just wondering whether I was being selfish by going ahead with it whether it was disrespectful whether it was the wrong thing to do and really guilty feeling guilty about it feeling worried about it just just like is this the stupidest thing is this the worst thing to do at this time just being really honest anyway um so yeah so it's leading up to it and just on the Thursday before just had a kind of complete breakdown and wasn't sure whether to do it with crying to my family and stuff and just talking with it about it within my family we were just kind of saying like yeah but but who wins if we cancel it you know like all these companies and all these big organizations who are stopping and actually looking at what they're doing like that's so important for them to do and and you know and it was important for them to lose a day of wages to lose a day of coverage to lose a day um of of just promoting themselves to actually promote black lives matter and promote these messages and promote the people that were speaking the truth at that time and were speaking really important things and educating and all of these things um at that time and actually in the listening party in these podcasts one of the pieces is so poignant which is alexis kerr's from a distance and in that he talks about how his dad and him and his son go to this this meal 
that his mother's friends have put on um, for and invited the family to because they were this was a lunch that obviously his mother went to often <clears throat> on a Sunday and um, and it was so poignant because there's this moment where he says that you know the silences get longer and they actually start sharing actually you know set off by um, a video of of Alexis's son talking about a racist experience and actually that that prompts them to share just the awful racism that they've experienced moving to to England when they first moved you know from years 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 going through that and at the listening party there there was this wonderful moment really special moment where Alexis actually shared and said you know in light of the Black Lives Matter movement I feel the message of this piece is so important and that is to listen to the elders and listen to the stories and what people have gone through in our previous generations as well as what people are going through now and and actually you know those kind of moments just just cemented what what was kind of at the essence of of this this event of uh, the podcast and that was to talk about things that are difficult to talk about and to listen to things that are difficult to listen to listen about um and that was it you know and we we thought it was kind of going to be about loss and grief but actually it's so many of the things that that loss and grief are attached to and bring up and you know um there's just bigger questions around the whole thing and once you kind of look at one subject that just unites us all in that we will all experience some kind of loss in our lives and in these last few months that is something that's united us is that everyone to some degree has lost something and even if that's as small as you know the opportunity to go out the opportunity to go and get a coffee the opportunity to see family the opportunity to go to the places that remind you of loved ones to go to the places that are so important to you go on holiday get all these things that are just things but then also this has been a time when uh, I need to find a statistic and I'll probably get that but you know thousands of people have died in our country and worldwide it's going to be even bigger and you can't even comprehend that and then you know the whole the thing that has been been said quite a lot is that when it, it you know this project this event then was at a time when it was in the middle of two pandemics and one had been going on a lot longer and one had caused a lot more losses on so many levels you know but but human life losses for many more years for centuries and that moment the listening party to have that story as part of it was just really poignant and really important and I'm so glad that Alexis came to us to do the project and shared that story and I'm so glad all the participants did but just that story in particular is so important so if you haven't listened to it please please do um and I just and 
the event felt important and releasing I think for a lot of people and um yeah I I was really pleased we went ahead with it and and I felt it was it was quite cathartic for a lot of people to to as I think a lot of a lot of these kind of listening events I've seen now you know for people sharing stories or videoing themselves sharing stories online and and actually I think the art of sharing stories is one so impactful it it you know it impacts change it does but two also I think releases something from yourself to actually actually talk about really difficult times and talk about difficult experiences I think I think there's something in that that's really important and the kind of hope of this project was to frame that in a way that actually to look at positives in in really difficult times and the hope that there still is and the the good things that you can kind of hold on to in in losing someone and yeah it just felt like that evening though emotional though really difficult was kind of a beacon of hope in a really dark time because it was going it was going let's focus on memories let's focus on times that as well as sadness as well as difficulty just had glimmers of hope and light and goodness in them and you can look back on with fondness in really difficult times so I decided to do this uh just talking because I kind of usually I wouldn't do that I would write this out and plan it and things but I just felt I really wanted to talk from the heart so sorry if this is really rambly and potentially really long (laughs) promise I will edit it afterwards um but yeah so I just I just felt that this project was really important and relevant for now and I don't and I know that sounds so big-headed being that it was my project but I think you have to do things that you're passionate about and you have to do things that you feel are important and I could not foresee how much loss we would experience as a country, as as a world, in such a short amount of time. When I when I thought about this project, when I thought about doing this project, and actually something that we've lost is the ability to go through the kind of stages of or or practices or traditions of loss that we usually would and and ability to kind of um to to mark certain events or to mark anniversaries or all of these things that maybe we would do in normal circumstances you know people haven't been able to go to funerals people haven't been able to visit graves people haven't been able to scatter ashes all of these things that require you to do it in person and really you know you can do it over zoom you could do it over online but it's it's not the same and not going to have the same impact and closure as normal and I skipped ahead a bit but I will go into kind of the future of the project and why I feel I kind of want to carry it on to some degree in some way but the other thing I just want to talk about was actually during the release of the podcast something that I didn't know going into it I kind of just picked this date because it was 
a month from when we were gonna do when we did the kind of participant listening party which was 7th of May so I just kind of said you know let's let's do 7th of June and we kind of agreed as a group with the participants that that we would release one a day and actually in the process of this um, some really poignant moments coincided and it wasn't planned at all um, some of them were completely out of our control um, and that was for one participant actually it was uh, I think the, the 13th anniversary of the person's death and that was the day I think after we released their podcast or the day before and um, that was really poignant when I just saw it coming up on Facebook and um, didn't know that maybe I should have <laughs> should have asked what the dates were but we re- didn't really talk about dates when we were doing them you know because dates are really important but um it was kind of more about the memories and um yeah so that kind of coincided which was not planned at all and then actually the day after someone released a podcast about uh their gran grandma or gran um they then found out that their granddad was going into the fine kind of uh, palliative care and uh, into the kind of end of life stages in the hospital and then passed away a couple of days later and they shared actually on Facebook the podcast and said this and said that they wouldn't have talked about it they wouldn't have shared that that had happened they wouldn't have shared that they were going through this really difficult time on social media um, if it hadn't been for the podcast release and whether that's positive or not, I don't know. But I, I think it it allowed them, it released them to at least share publicly what they were going through. And, you know, when I lost grandparents, I didn't put it on social media because I didn't feel it was right. Or, it, or I just didn't want people to know because I felt it was quite a private thing. But actually, maybe that's something we need to do because sometimes it seems quite crass or it seems quite weird or, you know to put put out there you're going through a difficult time but kind of people need to know and that and that just released and and the outpouring of love from people you know in comments and I'm sure in messages um to the person um just was just amazing and and you know there were loads of people saying we're really sorry and we're here for you and maybe they wouldn't have been able to say that to them if they hadn't you know felt empowered to um maybe that's not the right word but you know like the the if if it hadn't sparked them to share the other loss they were going through as they released this podcast talking about um a past loss and the other one was that um there was a podcast of, of someone's son and they about someone's son's death um and actually a few days before we planned to release her podcast Sally got delayed but actually it was the anniversary of her son's birth you know it was his birthday and that was just really strange that that coincided as well as well so you know potentially my poor planning or poor asking of questions but you know all these things I, d- I just didn't know would coincide and obviously one of them was completely out of my control um but, you know, I didn't know all these things would coincide and just made it even more poignant and 
special that time to actually be releasing these tributes to so people could point to them and say look listen to my memories of that person listen to what they were really like and yeah that just felt really important so finally after all the rambling on uh to talk about the future of the podcast so this is a question that people have been asking me a lot which is like what's next and uh what are we going to do where's it going to go um and um I haven't really known (laughs) I've kind of been reflecting and thinking on it and just focusing on releasing the podcast but as they've been released I just have been struck by how important it is to create and provide new ways of getting that closure and providing platforms to talk about loss and to talk about experiences of it and just allow people to have something that will help them get through the grieving process and so I think this project what it has become which is even more important is a platform and that is a platform to share experiences and to listen and um, so I would like to open it out (laughs) to anyone that would like to um, send in um, a tribute and that that tribute would be about the person a person that you've lost and a place that sparks memories of them so if you would like to submit this tribute um then please email we've chosen here which is w-e-v-e no apostrophe chosen c-h-o-s-e-n here h-e-r-e at gmail.com and i'll put that in the show notes um and the description and it will be on social media as well um but yeah, if you would be interested in that, then please send them in um, a recording. It could be a poem, a conversation, a song, anything. Um, but please just make sure it's of high quality. Uh, you can do it on a phone, but just make sure that we can hear you and that you're happy with it when you send it in because uh, there's kind of no going back if you send it in. Uh, we'll obviously run it by you once more um, and we can take it down if you ask us to. But yeah, kind of just make sure you're happy with it on your end. Um, and the aim of this will be still to kind of give hope in really difficult times, obviously to allow you to express um, your experience and stuff. But but yeah, it's really to kind of give hope and create a loving tribute. Um, so if you can kind of focus on um, a place or a time that has mostly happy memories of that person and yeah, pick a place that um, just you hold dear and that um sparks the happy memories with that person um yeah uh gonna give a deadline of the first of august because that gives us plenty of time um so you've got plenty of time to send them in but don't leave it too late (laughs) if you want them to um and i'll kind of aim to release them in september um just to say that kind of i guess it's like t's and c's um but we you know if we if we don't think it's appropriate or there's just too many then we might not release yours um but we'll let you know that and um or we'll try to um and yeah on the whole i hope that we'll be able to release all of them if possible um and please don't use any sound or music that you don't own so if you've written a song that's fine because it's yours um but um, please don't use any like sound effects or music from something else on your recording if you don't own it yourself um, because we'll get into trouble with copyright. 
Um, so yeah, just in your email, if you can put your name, your age, your loved one's name and their age when they died and maybe just a little bit about the two of you. Um, so where you're from, where they were from, a bit about their life if it's not already in the podcast. So yeah, so um, that's kind of the future of the podcast. Um, thank you if you've made it to this point. Um, again, I might edit all of this and it will be much shorter, but I think I've rambled on for about 20 minutes. Um, but I just felt it was really important for me to just speak and maybe I'll clean this up or do another version. But um, And I do want to release this as a blog as well, so look out for that. Um, but yeah, just thank you again um, for listening. Thank you for listening to podcasts. Thank you for sharing them. Please keep sharing them and keep listening and inviting others to listen as well. Subscribe and review us or um, whatever you're meant to say as a podcaster. A bit new to this. But yeah, and, and please get in touch if you do have a recording that you would like to do um, or you would like to record someone else doing it, um, which would be great. Thank you again and thank you for listening.